Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast and uh, we've got a big agenda this evening, we've got some special guests, we're going to be uh, talking to one or two very important persons, plus we've got a Hoops fan joining us later on and we're going to have a look at the Blackburn game, we're going to review that and we're going to look forward to what is a massive game on Friday and Monday of course um, against QPR in the playoffs. So, who we got round the table this evening? We've got Gareth. How are you doing, Gareth? I'm doing very well, thank you very much. Yeah, we had a good day today, haven't you? I know you have. Very much so. I met my hero today. Yeah. So uh, to speak. Yeah. All in the big build up for Friday. Hi, Rob. Hello, Barry. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Good stuff, good stuff. Looking forward to Friday. Can't wait. Hi, Ali. How are you doing? Got a big game on Friday? Yeah, of course. Uh, we've been working all the season for these uh, two games. Uh, we know it's, uh, it's not not easy games, be difficult, but uh, all we are uh, for it, you know, and uh, we prepare uh, very well. We have, you know, last game in the season at home, and uh, hopefully we finish it in a good way. Yes, yeah, so like you said, the last game of the season, the championship season. It's been a long season, this one, hasn't it? Very long season, <laughs> yeah, of course, very long season uh, with the running of the cup and Europe and the league, and now we have uh, our the most uh, difficult and biggest games for us and uh, hopefully you know everyone going to be ready and uh, you know to have uh, that uh, win of two games and uh, make it uh, back to Wembley. Yeah and obviously a big dilemma for the manager who to stick in, in goals yourself or Scotty Carson? Yeah well, who is there he have to make the job and yeah. you know all the players for the team and uh, you know it's, uh, who the manager selected you have to be ready me or Carson or anyone. Yeah, are you enjoying <laughs> so, the competition with him? Yeah, of course you have to enjoy the competition. Football is a competition yeah. and uh, in the end the uh, decision with the manager. Right, so anyway, best of luck. Thank you. I, I, Thank hope, you. I hope we're going to Wembley. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Cheers, Ali. Thank you. Hi, Dan. Hi, Barry. How, How are you doing? doing? Yeah, very well, thanks. All right, thanks. Yeah. 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 Took you by surprise a bit, that end, didn't it? Yes, yes. Did you see him sat there? No, no. You didn't notice did no. you? No, anyway. All right, mate. All right, buddy. Yeah. Nice tricks. Well, I know. Have you shut that door? Well, I went to Kurt to get some WD-40 because it's doing my head in that. It's been squeaking away, hasn't yeah. it? Squeaky, squeaky. All right, Paul? Yeah, that's the longest it's ever sucked. You to get to me in the introductions. Well, you know, you know. Yes. Yeah, uh, Needs most, there. Needs most. Special guest. Anyway, he's had to go. Mm. He's, uh Training. Yeah, he's almost picking his daughter up from the class. Right then. How old is she? How old is she? Three. We'll be doing ballet class at three. Who's that? Bally Al Habsi. That's not going to go down. That was bouncing there. Never done. That was a cracker. Cracker. Right, let's get cracking then. Saturday we finished off our league campaign. Went over to Ewood Park. And uh, we put the reserves out and we play Blackburn. Everybody's creaming themselves because Blackburn scored four goals. What they're forgetting is we're going to have to hit reserves, not three past them. So uh, let them cream themselves all they want. Anyway, Gareth, have we got some stats from that game? I have. A very open game at Blackburn versus Latics on Saturday. 49% possession to Blackburn and 51% possession to Wigan Athletic. Blackburn had 20 attempts, Wigan 18. 
Blackburn managed nine on target, Wigan managed seven on target. Blackburn committed ten fouls, Wigan fourteen. Blackburn had three yellow cards, Wigan two. No red cards, four three. Four three, four three indeed, Rob. Well, yes, uh, my prediction was eight, wasn't it? Nil nil. Uh, <laughs> it was one of them brilliant end of season games, wasn't it? Where pressure was off both sides. Both sides really played some good attacking football. I, I've got to say, our defending was terrible for three of the four of the goals, but it was a we paid the money for, to be entertained, and we was entertained. So I, I came away pretty pleased. You're the back line, though. Not played together all season, aren't you? Well, I've, I mean, it's, it's going to be difficult, isn't it? I mean, Colwell's not played much, and like I said, the, the, the defenders we had on not played a lot together at all. I don't. I wouldn't read too much anything at all into that score. I don't think it's not going to have any effect whatsoever on the no. up and coming games. No. Did you uh, enjoy it, Paul? I, I think Rob's got it. I, I think yeah. I think Rob's got it spot on. Um, it, it, you know, end of season game, typical end of season game. Uh, um, I, th- I think for me that the salient points to the fact that Sean Maloney was all right, Roger mm. Espinosa was all right, and. If you're looking at players that might be needed in the next couple of games, they're probably your two favourites, and they probably had two of the best games on the park. Do you think it was just a case of get through the game without any injuries? And if you score some goals, if you get a point, so much the better. Yeah, I, I think to a degree. I mean, I mean, what you don't want is you don't want anything that's going to dent your confidence massively. Um, so you don't want a pasting. We we weren't, you know, like like Rob says, we weren't the great at the back, but we managed to put a few goals together. So. Yeah, I think we're fine. Happy with the result, Mick? No, because I predicted 6 all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were nearly on it, one. not I? Yeah. I predicted 6 all. Yeah. He was uh, the closest of all of us, wasn't he? Well, I, I only found out the result made about half past five, because I was away over the weekend. So, I, I, I have to hold my hands up and say I did go, and I've still not seen the goals, to be honest with you. I was too busy, too busy getting splattered by my son's paintball in New Yorkshire. Right. <laughs> Last one was well taken. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Maynard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I thought McLean was well taken as well. He thumped it in, yeah. Good finish with his left foot. Keeping no chance. Keeping no chance at all. No, no. Yeah. I'd like to ask, uh, I don't know if uh, you you noticed what, uh, the game or you've seen seen the replay, what we made of Craney's booking? Oh, I, I haven't seen I'd like to see the replay. Shocking. Because... What about, never mind Crane, from where I was it looked like Grant Hanley was pulling a wrestling move, it looked like he'd just gone straight through him, with his, not with his fist, but with like, you know, like the heel of his hand, just gone bang straight through the back of his head. James McLean you're talking about. Uh, was it McLean he went through on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the oh. Craney, Craney incident... Yeah, uh, sorry, I'm on the wrong incident. You were, yeah. yeah. They were running down, down the line, yeah. weren't they? Craney went and slid, slid and got the ball. Perfect. Yeah. Kept it on the line. The referee blew. Craney thought he'd have gone out for a, he was going for a throwing because he was protesting. It never a throwing, and he weren't. He gave him a free kick, and not only did he give him a free kick, he booed Craney. That's diabolical decision. It was a shock at that. I mean, it, that was a perfect or as perfect tackle as you'll see. And I'm not got anything else to say on that. Well, when you consider <laughs> some of the other challenges, like Paul's just mentioned there with uh, Hanley's challenge on McLean I mean McLean tweeted a fantastic picture I don't know if anybody saw yeah, it so oh yeah and that's how he's made how did that look on the TV or on the replays because look from where I was stood that looked like a straight red 
Well, I thought it was, yeah. I, yeah. I thought so. It's got the bullet plug anyway, is it? I don't know why everybody's getting excited over Blackburn. Because they're crap. They've got one or two youngsters coming through, but on the all. And John and Rose doesn't excite me, if I'm being honest. It's well, a good scorer. Yeah. They are unbeaten in 12 now. The guy, the guy who was playing down the right looked like he had a bit of nip about him. What's it done, though, Dan? Unbeaten in 12, but where are they in the table? Gusten. Good point. Gusten was good. He's a good player. I want he to is, he, is he permanent with them? Or is he on loan? Permanent. Looks like we got the. Uh, well, I'm not saying, but come from Cardiff, didn't they? I'll just leave it at that. The thing is, though, the end, the end of the season table reflects those teams that have had nothing really to play for except a promotion place. Like if you look at Leicester, you look at Burnley, and I know we've said it around this uh, table. Uh, college times there's two teams there who've had nothing to concentrate on but the league we've been fighting uh, uh, on three fronts FA Cup Europe Europa League and, and a playoff place our, our friend alluded to uh, QPR um, you will do when you teams like teams like QPR are just fighting for a, a playoff place right we're not we're settling for one. That's our last. Well, right, okay then. If we have to do it through the players, we will. But Latics, I think, have been the team of that league, of that division, by far, because of what we've done on other fronts as well. Mm. And for other teams now to start criticising us, other other fans to start criticising us. Yeah, look at the team guy. Yeah, but you lost at Blackburn. Yeah, it was that a piggy reserve team? I don't think it's the fans as much as the pundits. You know that one. Yeah. You know yeah. the pundits is like Steve Steve Carriage. The guy's an idiot. The guy's an idiot. Sat there and um, I mean, he was waxing lyrical about Blackburn on on the football league show and the playing our reserve side. And I watched <laughs> uh, the uh, the show on Monday night with on BBC with Tony Lipsy. Uh, not is it Northwest Tonight Football? Yeah. And there was a guy on there, Jamie Oyland, I think it was. I'm not hundred percent sure. Anyway, and, and he was uh, questioning. I was our performance on Saturday. Did you see it, Dan? Dan's not No, but it sounds like stereotypical teletext punditry to me. Just see the result on teletext. Oh, Wigan lost. What? I, I mean, if you watch that game, you know, we, we did make one or two errors that, that deserve questioning, but if you've watched the team all season, you, you know that that's why those players are, are more fringy players and you know all the players that mattered. I mean, you, you look at you look at the Player of Season Awards, how many of them were playing on Saturday? Oh, and that tells you all you need to know. Stephen Crady was playing right wing. Mm. We had a back four made, a Lego. Yeah, mm. with, with uh, Collison and McEachern playing together in centre mid. Yeah. Never played together. Never there was, been that was it, there was no partnership on that they, pitch. They what, what's no played one. together before. It's going to have an effect. And oh, they still scored three goals away from home. Well, yes. And we did. An yeah. achievement. If we would have had, a, if we, even if we would have had uh, to regular centre half partnership in that game, we would have, we might have conceded maybe one, two. We wouldn't have conceded more than two goals. Don't That's forget Sean Maloney's chance towards the end. They had a cracking chance. They had a, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Small on the pitch. Yeah. That team, that team was put out on Saturday to make sure that the team that gets put out on Friday is in one piece. Yeah. Anyway, that that was it. That was the last game of the season. It left us. In fifth position in the table on 73 points. Now you go back to uh, the 30th of November when we played Derby County at home and we just uh, for, you know, succumbed to a 3 1 home defeat. It was our third home defeat in, in, in a week. Coyle's last stand. Coyle's last stand. At that stage, 
would we have been happy what unfolded afterwards you know where the season's gone absolutely yeah you snatch your hand off yeah absolutely just been a fantastic never mind half, getting to the semi-final at cup just to make the playoffs at that yeah. point at that point I was I was not hopeful that we would make it it was going to be a difficult task but yeah. and also to get to the semi-final of the FA Cup at the same time makes you wonder where we would have been if Rosler had been there from the start doesn't it yeah. I, I think I think the reality check that Owen Coyle suggested we needed um, we got to a degree in terms of expectations but I also think that probably had an effect on some of the players that might be out of contract this summer because they've worked for somebody who let's let's not wrap it up was shit um, and now they're working for somebody again who is good and I, I think doing it that way around and the way that's occurred might just encourage one or two of them to think ah, do you know I, the grass is only greener on the other side because it's fertilised by bullshit um, I'm actually alright staying here anyway Something I want to mention before we leave uh, the league stuff behind is that uh, there's a bit of a celebrity emerging from our ranks. Not our ranks here, but our ranks as Latix supporters. And I believe he was on fine form on Saturday. Uh, chunk. <laughs> <laughs> chunk. You know, Rob's giggling away. Did he, was he providing entertainment once well, again? It was, he was again, yeah. I mean, we like trying, I said last week, we? I've only come across this lab a few times. And yeah, he was enjoying himself again, and you know he gets shut off. Going, was it? Oh, shit was off. Yeah, yeah. There was a there's a 50 year old bloke with no shit on with him as well. Yeah. It was a bit worrying, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that dad? I don't know. Well, well, but there was a resemblance, wasn't there? So it could have been. Yeah. It could have been maybe an uncle. Yeah, <laughs> chunk and chunk <laughs> uncle. <laughs> yeah, but. You know, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? A bit of fun. It's a bit of fun. As long as you don't get too serious like the movie. Oh no, that was Chucky, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I, that guy that was with him was proper taking it serious. Well, he was like, he, he was almost stood at the front. Not not a, any open hell of watching the match. He's facing the fans going, come on, come on. A cheerleader. And, oh, oh and, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Oh, I proper cheerleader. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> they could start a trend, though. Decking this, they might call it the Uncle Chunk. Well, that would be a chunk's uncle. <laughs> what I must compliment is the stewards' attitude to it. They took it in good faith. They appeared to anyway. <laughs> you know, I saw a couple of them laughing away when Chunk was doing his uh, was doing his stuff. Is he? Do you notice him semi-naked, or do you actually see him disrobe? Oh no, you see him semi-naked. So he's he like all the time. the front, and he's getting all the right. right it, it, basically, yeah. they were they were in what you would look at, at being. It's not quite the dead zone because there is a barrier and then another dead zone, isn't there? But yeah. it's like the bit at the front of the seats. There's like a bit of a dead zone, and they've gone in there, turn round, and they're facing the crowd. They're not watching the match, but like, like my gosh, the stewards were took it well. And I noticed at one particular point there was a, a police sergeant parading up and down this dead zone, and as this guy's flinging his arms about, he he he, he caught him. I don't think I wouldn't say he belted him. He he caught him, but this guy just like. His, as he was about to get it, he caught his hand, just put it down, calmed him down, and then just carried on walking. <laughs> and he just, like I said, the spirits were right. It was, it was stunning, all done in good humour. Yeah. Um, and, and I think when we scored the second goal, there was a big surge in that area, and they, they just sort of controlled it and kept them all behaved and sent them Chunk all back did. to the seats. 
No, no, don't oh. do it. <laughs> <Chuck> <laughs> was the policeman. Chuck is everything. He's everywhere. He's everything. <laughs> no, Cheerleader, stewards. Stewards did a good job. controller. Has he got pom poms? Actually, they are. They're quite big. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. He's not called Chunk for nothing. <laughs> oh, have you not seen him, mate? Oh, you're going to have no. to. Just, just uh, go on Twitter and type in Chunk. You'll get everything you need to see. Right, well, uh, after that, for a real old sale, let's move on. We've got a big game on Friday and uh, a little treat for us all. We've got the gaffer and uh, something we recorded earlier. You won't believe who we've got still with us at the moment. We've only got our gaffer, Hubert Osler. How are you doing? Good afternoon, yes, fine. Excellent. Uh, big game coming up on Friday. Yeah, there's another one. So we had, we had this season a few big ones. Uh, everybody look forward to. Um, appreciated the time to prepare. Um, players on good spirit. And um, he'll be ready to go. So it'll be, it'll be tough, but a lot of opportunities for us over two legs. And... Um, like I said, I don't think the, uh, the game will be won or the, the tie will be won in, in the first leg. Uh, hopefully we get a good a good starting point for the second game. And uh, But overall I think we're in good shape. Good. Is uh, all the players buzzing and up for it? Obviously. Yeah, the priority of the players are ready. We are one or two players who are uh, probably will not make it to the game. But, uh, I will not tell you the names, so we no, want no. to keep our, our cards close to our chest. Um, uh, but we have a strong, strong team. Fantastic. And uh, personally, on a personal level, are you looking forward to it? The drama, the excitement of the playoffs? Yeah, I've been used to that, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's fine, I think. I yeah. think when you be a, a player or a manager, you, you want to be in the big games. Yeah. That is what you're driving on, that is why, you, why you're working on, and then I think in the big games, you... Uh, the good from the best will be separated. Well, it's a chance for yourself to exercise last, last year, obviously, and for, for ourselves, throughout the years, we've suffered playoff heartbreak as well, and it's a be lovely to, uh, to, to, you know, to get there this time to, to achieve what our goal is. Yeah, I think, especially when you start, when you think, uh, when I started in December, there was, there was nowhere near playoffs, so for us to come into the playoffs is a, is a big achievement, uh, but this group of players and staff are hungry for more, and also our supporters are hungry for more, so but we have to, we have to 100% that is the minimum we need to. I think we need to go over 100% in both legs to, to go further. Brilliant. Uh, nothing, obviously, no thoughts about next season yet. What's going to be happening? No, I think we uh, we offered of, we have worked uh, uh, on our preparation for both scenarios, uh, but in the moment, uh, we, uh, all the energy and all the focus is, is on the game on Friday. Brilliant. Well, can I wish you the best of luck? Yeah, I know we much. won't need it, but... Say hello to all the good. listeners. Will do. Thank you, Uwe. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. See you. Well, that was the gaffer there, and he seems pretty upbeat, if, if we all agree. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, reckon there might be a player or three missing, but... Um, you're going to get that anyway, aren't you? I'm going to take it on the chin. And of course you have, yeah. I, I think you look at the players that were missing against Blackburn. And there'll be one or two players well, coming in that won't be missing. There'll be at least uh, yeah. seven back, I should yeah. imagine. It's just the usual manager head games as well, though, isn't it? Yeah. So. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we've, we've met QPR 12 times in all competitions. Uh, we only have two wins against them uh, and four draws. They've done us six times. Um, this season, QPR finished fourth on 80 points. They've scored 60 goals and conceded 44. Um, 
Which isn't that much really. They're, they're, they're a, they play tight football, don't they? They're quite a tight team. Leading goal scorer, uh, Gareth. Charlie Austin with 18. Not a bad form, is it? Considering he's been out a while. Yeah, I think the next one down from that, I, can't, I don't know who it is, but I think he's only got six. Yeah, it's uh, Ravel Morrison. And uh, what about the current form? Have you got any current form of them? The current the last, form? Last six games. The last six games. Um, they lost 2-0 at uh, Blackburn. They beat Nottingham Forest 5-2. Lost 1-0 to Leicester. 1-2-1 against Watford. Drew one each at home to Millwall and then won away the last game last Saturday, 3 2 at Barnes. It's pretty similar to ours, I think, isn't it? It is, yeah. It is. And the referee is. Mike Jones. Mike Jones, Mike Jones yeah. uh, for the home leg and uh, Mark Clampberg for the away leg. Ah, Premier League refs. Two Premier Fantastic. League refs, yeah. We've had uh, Jones once this season, that was the Palace game when we beat him in the Cup. We've not had Clattenburg this year right then yeah Jones had a good game against Palace I do yeah. remember yeah well I didn't notice him so that says so he must have done right then before we go any further I'd like, like to welcome to this week's podcast Adam Boxer QPR fan and vital QPR editor good evening Adam good evening I hope you're well this uh, this this fine sunny evening what's the weather like down there it is uh, pretty overcast. I'm hoping for better when I come up tomorrow night. I must admit, it's uh, it's looking pretty miserable down this end. I hope it's not a sign of uh, things to come. Yeah, don't well, hold your breath. <laughs> do not come in shorts, mate, because it, bring your wellies <laughs> and, your, and your umbrella because it's absolutely heaving it down. Yeah, it's forecast thunder. Let's let's get uh, let's get a preview of this this game going. So uh, you're coming into the uh, into the game, or QPR coming into the game. Similar form to ourselves, slightly better. You've got. Three victories in your last six, where we've got two. Um, has Harry been changing the team? Has he been resting players? Yeah, I think to be honest, ever since Christmas, um, and ever since we we kind of let off in terms of the promotion race, and Burnley and Leicester have kicked on a little bit. I think he's been uh, playing with the idea of what he's going to do in approach to the playoffs. And to be honest, I think we've played for the playoffs fairly much since since February, March time when we hit a bad run. Um, so in that essence, we've really um, rested players, rotated players, but a few nasty injuries that are just about getting back now. So it's been a real rotation, particularly at Barnes at the weekend, he rotated very heavily I think it was seven players. So so yeah, certainly we've uh, rotated quite a bit with a view to sort of having our best team available in the playoffs. Hello Adam, it's Gareth here. Can I ask about the fitness okay. of your top goal scorer Charlie Austin? I see he's played the last few games and scored a couple of times. Is he back to one hundred percent? He's, um, I think he's back to um, a good level of fitness now. Um, Harry's given him some good game time in the build-up to the playoffs. Um, obviously, he's had a, a nasty injury, uh, um, a, sh- a shoulder injury, um, a victory over Huddersfield, I believe it was. And uh, it was a real big blow and a big miss. And to be honest, I think that's what did for our automatic promotion prospects. Now, he seems to be back. He seems to be looking very sharp and he's timed it absolutely perfectly going into the playoffs against, uh, against yourselves. Good evening, Alan. This is Rob. Um, just want to ask about Ravel Morrison. I think uh, he's probably one of the most exciting players in the Championship, and I've seen him, obviously, when we played yourselves a few weeks ago, 
and I think he's going to be a proper player. Uh, what's his form been like recently, and do you think he's going to have a big impact on um, Ferrari? Yeah, I mean, t- in terms of in terms of Ravel, um, he looks uh, he looks a really really fine player to be honest. I mean, we had uh, a sort of talismanic individual last time we were at this level when Adel Tarat, and because obviously he puts in a lot more teamwork, shall we say. I think Adel was was fantastic individual, and certainly one of the kind, but. I think Ravel puts in a lot more from the team and I think his ability is, is absolutely phenomenal and, and we are very, very lucky, I think, to be have, having him from, from West Ham on loan, albeit. Um, and he'd be one of the first people probably looking to make permanent um, should we go up next season, but obviously I'm sure I'm sure Big Sam will have a few things to say about that. Um, I don't think you'll get him permanently <laughs> off. <laughs> Hi, Adam. <clears throat> You mentioned earlier settling for the playoffs quite early, as early as Christmas perhaps, but I think the last couple of games, the last times you've played us, have been quite tight. Do you think there'll be a sense of, on Friday, unleashing the Tigers? I don't believe, I believe Harry will try and be very, very cautious on Friday. I don't believe that he's going to go uh, go for broke and go to win the game away from home. Obviously, away goals don't particularly count. I believe in the in the playoff game, so I don't think particularly he's going to go for go for broke. He's going to keep it very very tight. Um, one of the things I've noticed at this level with with Harry Redknapp is the fact that he does overanalyze things to a degree and tries to go a bit more defensive away from home, set up a bit more defensively and make sure we don't concede goals and we look quite tight. And to be honest, in the, in the game uh, earlier in the season between the two sides uh, uh, at the PW, um, we looked uh, a little a little sort of sharp at the back, but we're not so sharp up front. So we actually kept clean sheets, I believe, now twice against him this season. So I assume he's going to set up um, quite defensively, um, but hope to make a goal on the break, as we've done many times earlier in the season, if, if not uh, if, if not luckily. Does that mean you'll be parking the team bus in front of the Wigan goal, uh, or your own goal, uh, rather than the car park? I, I, I think um, I think we're going to it's going to set up with with I'd imagine a, a fairly attacking team. We will play one up front in Charlie Austin, and we'll play um, a couple more attacking players behind him. But I fully expect um, the likes of Joey Barton. Um, to be playing, uh, I fully expect it's going to be a very defensive back four. I wouldn't expect him to play the likes of Young, who played on Saturday in the back four. I fully expect it to be quite a flat back four, um, defensive central midfield, and then maybe some flair players going forward. But I imagine it will all be about shape as opposed to going forward, going home and looking for goals. Um, I think we'll look to maintain an element of, uh, element of shape, to be honest. Just to pick you up on just one point you've said there, uh, Joey Barton. You, you think he will, he'll be a non-starter? No, I, th- I think Barton, um, all being well, Barton should start. Um, he's been rested, let's um, say, for the Barnsley game. Hi Adam, it's Paul. Um, <clears throat> are, are you saying that QPR have been pretty much settled in a playoff position and, and taking it easy to a degree, um, ready for Friday's game? I, I'd argue that for, for, the, for the best part, Wigan Athletic have been in exactly the same boat for a while. Um, you know, you, you can tell that you're just going to drop into a playoff spot and then it, it, it starts to count from there. Um, but one thing that I have noticed with us in particular is we had a game against Reading where it was all a bust for both teams. If Reading got the win, they'd have been right in the mix. If we got the win, um, we'd have really cemented our position. And of course, we had the FA Cup semi final against Arsenal. Um, and those were two really big games. And 
the lethargy and, and the flat performances that you see in the games that don't really matter were completely gone for those two performances and we really stepped it up. Um, how confident are you that QPR are going to step it up in the game? Um, in terms of our form, we, for the big games this season, by and large, we haven't really stepped up. We've been beaten by quite a lot of the big teams in the division. Um, I mean, Leicester obviously beat us at our place. Burnley have beaten us at their place. Obviously, Leicester again at their place. I mean, we've, we've really struggled to get to grips with the bigger games in this division, which is one worrying factor, because obviously I'm aware that uh, Wigan um, have obviously stepped up significantly when it comes to the cup games and they've really raised the game against the likes of Manchester City and, uh, and to extent obviously Arsenal um, disappointing them obviously to get to get not to get from the final but um, that was the one sort of my worry going into the playoffs is that Wigan uh, seems to be able to step it up and it matters but great stuff Adam great stuff um, just just before we knock it on the head um, uh, we're all aware that QPR have spent a lot of money on players and they've got big contracts and not knocking them for doing it, but I'm just just wondering what your thoughts on that is. Are you concerned that if you don't go up this season that there might be repercussions, or is your financial issue in order? What do you what do you make of the situation at the moment? Well, we're very fortunate in the respect we've got a very good owner. Now, extremely honest, um, we're a very we're part of a bigger plan in terms of our owner's idea. Another part of his empire is obviously owns. Uh, Air Asia, um, we have a bit to do with the KMF1 team. So it, we're, we're, a, we're a small part of, of, a, of a bigger picture when it comes to Tony Fernandez. So I'm not concerned in the short term um, in, in terms of anything of that nature because I think a lot of the debt is to him and the shareholders, and they've all got a vested interest to, to actually push the club on and kick it on. In every day, he won't want to see an empty stadium when he, when he builds a new stadium. He wants to put the club to put in there. And, and absolutely, we're at the forefront of his thinking when it comes to when it comes to making sure there's a club around in the Premier League to build that stadium, whether it be 35, 40,000, which is a bit of a pipe dream at this stage. Um, but obviously, you know, we're the, we're very much at the forefront of his thinking in terms of that. Um, obviously, Tony Fernandez is, is a is a good businessman. You can see that from what he's done. Uh, he's a great entrepreneur. Um, he meets with the fans on a regular basis. He constantly consults with us on, on several different issues revolving around the club. And um, I'm not concerned at this stage, um, having looked at owners that have been a dirty on their clubs in the past, I'm not seeing the signs that Fernandez is going to do that to us. And if, if anything, I'm actually fully trust. I think I'm fully trusting with what he does. Uh, he may have made a few interesting managerial decisions in the past. Um, I wasn't fully on board with, with Mark Hughes or, or the second of Neil Warnock, potentially the way it was done. But uh, you can understand this decision making. And, uh, and as I say, I can understand that he's going to be with us for a long time going forward because we fit exactly what he wants to do in business. Right, good stuff, Alan, good stuff. Um, before we finish... Have we got a prediction, uh, n not for the game, but for the tie as a whole? How do you see? You know, do you see, obviously you're going to see yourselves going through, but do you think it's going to be you're going to be tight, a tight couple of games, or do you think you're going to uh, you're going to really do us? It'll be a very tight game, both of them. And I think if any team goes through, they're likely to edge it rather than uh, steamrolling with one. Yes. Yeah, I, I'd agree there. I'd agree there. Right, um, I just. I know you're coming up on, on Friday, so I'd like to wish you a, a safe journey up and back home again afterwards. And uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Bye. Cheers, Cheers, Adam. Thank you. Very good to hear from Adam. Though. I hope he, uh, like we said, I hope he has a safe trip up, up and back again. As our, our boss said, we have opportunities over two legs. We know how good we can be. I'm hoping for a Friday night party and smashing three 0 
<laughs> and then that'll you know, slap ready. That'll yeah. do me nice. And yeah. you see he's doing the away yeah. side as well. Tight. Tight. Okay. Rob, over two legs, what do you think? Two legs, I think it's gonna be a really tough game for both sides. I think there's gonna only gonna be a goal in that. And I think if we can take a narrow lead down because I think that's what looking at the results and stuff. I don't think they're that good away from home. I think that's where their weakness lies. I think we should take a lead down there. Their own form's pretty good. Um, I'd like us to take a lead down there, and I think we're going to sneak it 1 0. Wow. I think a lot of it depends on how Rosler wants to play it. If he wants, we could go out and smash him, I think, 3 or 4 0. But I think he'll be a bit more conservative and. I agree with Rob. I think we'll take a slender lead, but I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that we go out there and really give it all the barrels and then just finish it off in the first leg so the second leg doesn't matter. Something like 4 0. But I, I think it's going to be 1 0 Wigan. Mate, did you see going over the two legs? And I think I must agree with a gaffer about it being very close over two. Um, but again, it all depends on what um, the manager does with her side. And I think if he comes up with just a defence on Friday night, then I think we'll pick holes in it and I think we'll do what uh, Gareth wants, which is uh, get a good concussion. So I'm, I'm predicting that we'll go down there with a comfortable cushion after the first leg of about two or three. I think they will not bring any firepower with them this Friday, but it could be very close on a Monday night. Paul? Mm, I, th I think what Adam was saying about them, sort of expecting them to defend in the first leg, I think that might just play into our hands, um, and even though Uve said it's it's not won in the first leg, I, you know you don't say this, but I, to be honest, I think he might be wrong, and I think Gareth might be right. Um, so I think we could go out there and, and and put three past them if we, especially if they come to defend, and and you know we we've got in in, in previous games in the season, one of our problems has been breaking teams down. Now, McManaman had a rest on Saturday, assuming the rest and, and, and they're not, not problems. Sean Maloney had another game under his belt on Saturday, Jordi Gomez had a rest on Saturday. So we have enough creativity in there to, to pick them off. Um, and, and to be fair, I, I, I also think Rob could be right and it could be very tight over <laughs> both games. But I'm hoping Gareth's right. Yeah, well I'm hoping Gareth's right, but I don't think he, he is, to be honest, are I think it's going to be extreme. I think it's too tight to call for me. Um, it's a very similar quality last to us. That's I think problem. you could flick a coin. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, with that. Barry, do you think it might go to extra time and penalties in the second it, leg? It very well could do. I think you also. I think whoever gets through this will go up. I think they'll go to Wembley, and uh, I'm not certain Derby are going to get through. You know. Yeah. Because Brighton are a very expansive team, and I think Brighton can cause problems for Derby. But whoever gets through us and QPR, I can see winning. Yeah. Can um, I ask a question? What do away goals count? No, 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 not anymore. Scrapped. They used to, yeah. like in the year two thousand. Yeah. But then they did away with it. I agree with you, Barry. Sold I think down. Whoever wins that is going up. Yeah. I think they've got bigger game players. Hold down to the number game. of times you rattle the onion sack. Yeah, I, I think the, the good thing in our favour is we're used to high temp, high pressure games with the, the cup matches, the one-off mm. stuff, and the knockout stuff. And yeah, just like, like I said last week, yeah. the only teams that have beaten us in cup football 
over the last two years have either won the cup or gone to the final. Every team that's beaten us has played at Wembley. And I know that kind of the QPR beat us, they have to, but... Yeah. Well, there's only one team beat us at Wembley in the last four times in 90 mm. minutes, isn't there? So, mm. you know, I'm going to think about us. Yep. Right, anyway, uh, we're, we're going to finish now, but before we do, um, uh, me and Gareth nipped down to the uh, training ground today, didn't we? And we had a word with Yardy Gomez, because Yardy Gomez, not only was he the official player of the season, and the official away player of the season, but he was also the vital Lassix player of the season, wasn't he, Gareth? He was. He, he was, was a very nice man as well. A very nice man. He got 62% of the votes, which was a massive amount. I was surprised counting on coming in. And uh, we went down, we had, a, we had a, a good laugh with him, didn't we? He was very funny. Very much. Uh, I just hope he stays. A really good personality. He's well loved down there. They all love him. But we carried out a little interview with him, and I'd like to play that interview. <laughs> Well, I'm here uh, down at the Lassie's training ground with uh, the one and only Jordi Gomez. How are you doing? Good, good. Very yeah, good. Good stuff. I've just presented you with the uh, Player of the Season award, which has come from the Vital Lattic, so uh, uh, I'm really made up to you know to be handing this over to you today. Yeah, it's uh, been uh, great news to be the Player of the Season, and uh, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. And really enjoyed the season. and. I hope we can finish it in, the, in a good way. Yeah, and it's a double double award, for you, isn't it? Because you won the uh, club's player of the season as well. Yeah, I won the away player of the season and then the player of wow. the season. And so it's hard as trick. I said, it's been great. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, it's a great season. So this is so some uh, fantastic goals. Um, which one's been your favourite? Yeah, as you said, I've scored some uh, nice goals, but. Uh, <laughs> I do. I would choose the the one against Forest. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really good that one. From about, well, it looked like fifty yards at the time, but seeing the replay, well, it wasn't was that long, but yeah, it was <laughs> it was quite long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I ask you something? Uh, yeah, you can ask me. All right, anything at all, anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Right? Would you live? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> next season, do you think you'll be here? Straight, straight away, straight in. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Alright, so that's it's up in the air at the moment, that yeah, one, is it? Yeah. Would you like to be? Yeah, I, I have no problem to, to be here next season, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. You're I don't 20, know yet. 29 this time, aren't you? Yeah. So well, you're going on a bit? 28. 28. At the moment? At the moment. In, yeah, 29. Yeah, three when, weeks, in three weeks I'll be 29, yeah. What date's that? The 24th of May. There's something else on that day as well, isn't there? Yeah, uh, I hope we can be celebrating something yeah. Day, yeah it's the playoff final isn't it yeah. it's, it's been written in the stars I'm sure it has I'm sure it has yeah 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 we hope we can uh, first of all we have uh, two important games now against QPR and then I hope we can get to the final on the 24th yeah QPR is quite a difficult side aren't they the, the uh, professional team full yeah, of stars they have, they have some uh, quality players mm. some, uh, most of them has, has, have been in the Premier League so just like us though as us as, so it's going to be, a, of course, a difficult tie, but uh, mm -hmm. the team is has the confidence to, to go through. You have memories of QPR, of course, from last season, don't you, when Bobby Zamora thought your head was the football, <laughs> if we remember well. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a good one. Oh, maybe not. How do you think we're going to go on, on, on Friday? It's a tough game. Are you confident about it going into the game? Yeah, or? as I said, it's going to be a difficult game, but uh, we've been working 
this week uh, really well preparing the game so the team is, is ready to to go and to, to, to win that game fantastic well, it's been a pleasure to speak to you and uh, I wish you the best and Thank hopefully hopefully we're going to be seeing you next season I'll keep my fingers crossed. We'll see, we'll see. But thank you very much. Okay, thank All you. Right. Thank you, Jordi. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Well, right then, that was uh, Jordi Gomez, so that was quite... Uh, <laughs> quite, was quite brilliant. Quite revealing. Is he going to stay, Rob? <laughs> I know you know. I saw you, your eyes twitch then when he... It was his pause after after you asked him the question. Right. Not convinced. Not convinced. Well, I hope, I hope he does stay. Right, well, we're going to reconvene next week uh, for... for uh, Hopefully not for the last episode, because we're hoping we're going to get to Wembley, uh, but we'll know next week. The Wembley special. I'm praying here. I'm so <laughs> nervous. I'm so nervous. But we're going to, I'm going to enjoy Friday, no matter what happens. I've got to mention as well, what a great gesture by the club, the free coaches, to keep you out. Huh. Hats off. Definitely. Tremendous. Can't please everyone, though, can you, Barry? <laughs> no, you can't, and it's a little bit annoying, isn't it? The comments that's been on York versus Burton, twenty pounds. Wigan Athletic versus QPR, twenty pounds. Peterborough home tickets, twenty five pounds. Preston home tickets, twenty five pounds. Leighton Orient between twenty and seventy pounds. I don't 70? know what some people want. Hmm. I honestly, don't. And some fans are a disgrace to the club. I'll leave it at that. 70. I'm not turning up because we're in bad form. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. I'm not making it up. You've seen it yourself, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. No fans or weather. No fans. No. So it's like my missus when I'm in bad form. She's not going to turn up again, you know. But she still keeps doing. <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying bad form. I want to work like gardening and stuff oh, here. Oh, you know, oh, okay. Right. We'll knock it on the head. It's been a it's been a a, a, a packed episode this evening. Yeah. I feel yeah. tremendous. Yeah, a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. Action packed. Need to go home and have a lie down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, all that. Right, thanks for listening, and uh, really appreciate all, all your listeners this season. I'm saying this like it's the last one, but it's not. But we'd like to love your feedback, and if you could give us some feedback, email us at either Wigan at vitalfootball.co.uk or pwupodcast at hotmail.com well remembered or any other way you can you can tweet us on twitter as well there's a few twitters yeah. we're all on twitter apart from Mick yeah right it's a good night from me good night night from us. let's get to Wembley
Oh 